What's up? My name is Joseph Zaletta from Black Ticks Coffee Trading Company. Welcome to our third episode of Coffee Chronicles Stories Over Coffee. In this episode, we talk to Matt and Connie, a couple who went on their third date in Costa Rica and ended up getting stuck there during the COVID pandemic. We we're fortunate to speak to them just as they got back to New York. But first, let's thank our sponsors for this episode. One of them is Planet X. We we're fortunate enough to have our recording of this episode at their podcast studio in Brooklyn. If you'd like to record your podcast or your other video and media needs, please visit planetx.life. And also to my brand, Black Six Coffee Trading Company. We're a veteran-owned coffee roasting company that funds its own nonprofit, The Black Six Project, that provides humanitarian and disaster relief aid around the world. Also, during this interview, this is our first interview where uh, where we're practicing social distancing because this is our first in-person live interview. So we're wearing masks, so it may sound a little muffled as a quick disclaimer there. But we hope you enjoy the content. We're about to talk with Matt Robertson and Connie here. So you're going to hear an interesting story. Uh, Past episodes, we've spoken to a lot of the first responders and healthcare workers about how COVID has affected uh, New York City. But now this is a different tale of being affected, right? Not health-wise, but in the way of uh, getting trapped. So I'd like to introduce everyone to Matt. Hey, hey, what's going on? Thanks for having us. And Connie. Hi. So, James, we know uh, both... both uh, both of us know Matt in the, the adventures you've had in the Guatemala and Bahamas. That's like uh, stories we're going to have to reserve for another podcast. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good memories. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of episodes from uh, what we've experienced. But this is a little bit different in how COVID has affected now, I would say, the world. So just a little, give a little background quickly. Is uh, Imagine being trapped in another country while you're away and possibly not being able to come back. So that's the story behind this one. So uh, let's open it up. I say, Matt, tell us, Matt, Connie, like tell us how this pretty much uh, all got started. Matt loves telling this story. So I'll <laughs> let him do it. <laughs> I feel like I've told this story a few times by now. Um, but yeah, we met on the dating app. Um, you know, we were you know, we met up twice, I guess. We had two really great dates after we met, and she luckily swiped right and, you know, chose <laughs> to uh, to match with me. And um, the first date, you know, was great. We actually shut down a restaurant in, in New York, went for Indian food, and um, Jimmy Fallon was there, so that was pretty cool. Ooh. Jimmy Fallon sighting at the nice. bar, which was not planned by me, although I did try to take credit <laughs> for it. I was like, yeah, you know, I sent him a text. I just wanted to impress you. Um, second date, we went axe throwing and uh, had a great time. And that's really the origins of how we ended up getting stuck in Costa Rica because we were joking that it would be great to get away and have a tropical vacation. So that joke continued and we were, you know, texting back and forth the next day. Neither one of us backed down and it escalated to the point where I was like, all right, well, send me your birth date and your information and let's go. I'm like, this guy's not serious. He can't be. So uh, around what, uh, when was this, like January? 
Um, or this, early February? This was early March was when we ended up leaving, yeah. Oh, early March. So things were just starting to kind of get, you know, serious. Um, mm-hmm. Although we had, you know, different opinions, right? So people were saying, this is something that's going to be quick. This is something that's not going to be that serious. It's just the flu. You know, we thought maybe there could be something, but we didn't think we'd ever be in this position where we were stuck for three months. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't think anyone anticipated the type of level this global pandemic would reach. And yeah, I think we spoke before you left and I was just like, ah, it's just like the flu too. And I think a lot of us expected the same thing. Right. We booked our our trip for for five days. Mm -hmm. Connie, how did you get influenced into this? (laughs) Well, I like to think that I'm (laughs) just as adventurous as Matt is um, when... He, like, asked for my information to book a flight. I'm like, you know what? Why not? I think that's been my motto kind of the whole entire time. Just like, you know, well, why, why not, you know? Um, but, yeah, I just thought it'd be a fun little adventure. I thought we'd get back. Um, you know, I, I was working from home, but my work didn't even know I left. So I was like, you know what? It'll be a quick trip. I'll get back before they notice. And it ended up being a lot longer than expected. <laughs> okay, so uh, you guys pack up. You head over there. What did, what did you tell uh, your family and friends over here? Just going to go there for like a quick... Yeah, like I told my, my dad that I was going with a group of friends. You know, I don't think he would have liked the fact that, you know, I went with just a guy, um, let alone Not a guy just I just met. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my mom, um, I told her a little bit more about it, just saying, like, you know, I'm here. Um, I'll be here for, like, five days. They She was a little bit worried because... Um, you know, she, she's been keeping up with the news. She's actually a nurse in Seattle. She was treating um, COVID patients. And so she was a little bit worried, but I think she just knows that you know, I like to throw caution to the wind sometimes. And I decided to go and been one heck of an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys get there uh, day one, day two, day three, you guys are having fun. When did you guys think, all right, let's, let's, it's almost time to go back and then what happens? Yeah, so really on day four oh. is when, for me, things were like, oh, shit, this is getting crazy. Sorry, I don't know if I'm supposed to curse, but you'll have to censor that out. I'll try not to curse. You can curse all you want. <laughs> um, so oh, by yeah. the way, when we're drinking coffee, all hell's a bar, right? Exactly. Yeah, so you, you guys, this is an honest uh, conversation about what's going on. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I could drink the coffee or if we had to, like, keep it. So now I'm excited to yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. So what are we drinking right now first? <laughs> yeah, tell me about this Black Six coffee because this tastes amazing. Okay, so uh, right outside your studio here, you're fortunate enough to have Cookie Cutter, which is a little bakery uh, that makes their own uh, cookies, and their their store is in a container shop. And uh, they were, you were nice enough to introduce me to them and uh tell them about our coffee so now they're carry they've been carrying our coffee since they opened uh they're back open now after covid and we're lucky to have some of the black colombian coffee right now and they made it uh americano style delicious i mm-hmm. love it i actually brought back some some green beans from uh costa rica so get those over and get those roasted and see how those taste as well yeah you can i'll definitely never say no to green beans except for that one <laughs> time your friend james got me some green beans mixed with uh, rocks and pebbles yeah i remember that time yeah well <laughs> sometimes happens that way yeah he didn't know either 
<laughs> Connie, when I told her that I wanted to go get some green beans, she's like, I thought you didn't like vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't know green beans made coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, it looks like edamame, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Little wasabi peas. <laughs> yeah, so, so day four, right, is when you think uh, you heard that you might not be able to come back? Yeah, so that was the day I think that the State Department issued the travel advisory. And so everyone that was abroad, it's like, get home or be prepared to shelter in place. And so um, the very next morning, that was like the end of the day, the very next morning, they canceled our flight. Um, We were like ziplining. So the first few days were just vacation. You know, we're having a good time. Everything is going according to plan. Um, It was like a great long weekend. And, you know, just still met this girl only a little while before. So we were getting to know each other. It's like, all right, this is fun. Yeah, so far you knew she was a impression. Yeah, great axe thrower. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, all right, we should go on a trip together. (laughs) And then when it came to that next morning, it was still like, all right, things are escalating. The hotel announced plans to shut down. So we only had like a day. Uh, We're only eight of us at that time anyway. And they're like, okay, they're leaving. So we're like, Maybe we're going to get stuck here, at least in my mind, another week or two. Nothing crazy. Like, all right, longer vacation. I wasn't that concerned. Um, It definitely was recognizing the fact that on a global scale, this is becoming a big thing. But I wasn't like, oh, my God. Um, And then the next hotel we booked, they canceled our reservation, too. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting a little bit more concerned. and I need a place to stay. Mm -hmm. Uh, We ended up finding one other hotel that stayed open and then we're like all right we'll go there so that was kind of like the the escalation but then things quickly went even crazier once we got to the other hotel i don't know if you remember when we got to the mangrove how that was um no one was at the front desk it was pretty empty um when we finally found someone to check us in they said that we were basically the only ones at the hotel so so it's like free reign. You could like run around just in your underwear because no one else is there. I am a lady. I don't do that. <laughs> I was talking about Matt. And oh, yeah. James and I went, we'd probably be doing that. It won't finish for time. <laughs> We're going streaking. We're going streaking. Everyone's no going in the club. Exactly. We're going to knock on every door and run, but there's no one in the other rooms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so even that, when we got there, it was like, all right, this is awesome because... Um, they upgraded us. We're the only ones there. They better, mm. right? We got the presidential suite. And I was like, oh, oh wow. wow, this thing, you know, amazing. We had our own little pool, like just dream. You'd never, you'd pay thousands mm. for this place. So we're enjoying it. And then they announced that that hotel is also closing. Mm. And so then it was like, we can't get a flight. We thought there was going to be a flight on um, the 18th of April, uh-huh. which would have been... You know, the embassy, she was getting embassy alerts, and they were saying it's going to be a few weeks, and Delta was the only one that was operating. So that was kind of our our plan. By the time we heard back, because there were such long delays from the everyone trying to call and make travel arrangements, um, they told us, actually, there's no flights that day, May 2nd. And so that would have been... <laughs> oh my God. So wow. now we're facing six weeks together living together moving in you got to find an airbnb all this and that was when i was like oh shit this is going to be either really good or really bad (laughs) thankfully she you know we're here so (laughs) it it was really good but when you found that out um how did y'all communicate that to your families and everyone else in the u.s well i didn't i don't know i would wait a few days just if 
make sure we had a plan um so we tell them something that like they wouldn't be worried about i feel like i feel, you know with my parents like if i feel like i have things under control i have a plan of action um things are going to be okay then they won't be as worried um so i just kind of like waited a few days figured out what we were going to do and then gave them a call like once i had an update that way it didn't sound like you were freaking out you already had a plan somewhat <laughs> yeah yeah but she didn't even tell her her dad. So I mean, by the time <laughs> her dad found out, it was like a couple of weeks ago. Because yeah, she was there with a group of friends, quote unquote. And her dad still thinks that she was there with a group of friends. Yeah. So, so if anyone here in this room meets my dad, tell him we're here with a group of friends. You guys meet a group of friends. Oh no, I don't know if I can make eye contact <laughs> and say that. We suck at that. <laughs> Yeah, you, you guys are in now. You're you're part of the part of the lie. All right. Uh, he doesn't listen to podcasts, does he? No. All <laughs> right. Safe. So let's go. <laughs> We're safe. <laughs> so how are how are you guys getting around Costa Rica? We had to rent a car. I mean, at, at first we didn't rent anything. Um, we were just able to, you know, get a shuttle to the resort. And then we realized that Costa Rica, you know, the the infrastructure isn't like here. It's a very developed country for Central America but it still has a lot of dirt roads. And we were, you know, at the end of dry season when we got there. Mm-hmm. We stayed throughout a lot of the rainy season. Mm-hmm. And that's when the roads really deteriorate, mud. You just have to have a four-wheel drive vehicle. So we ended up renting, uh, you know, for like two months, uh, a four-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. So thankfully, we were able to uh, get wherever we needed to, but we actually had to cross rivers um, to get to some of the places. We're kind of just bouncing around based on where we could get, you know, a really good deal. But we had a lot of people offer us places to stay and just like hook us up. Mm-hmm. So that might mean dr- driving up to like nine hours. We went all the mm-hmm. way over the country. So, how did you find your first place to stay after that that presidential suite got shut down? We, we went on Airbnb. That was the first thing. We started researching, and I had this, like, message I would send out to people explaining to them. This was later on, actually, because at that point, it still was like, all right, you know, we're going to be there for a few weeks. So I, t- I told them that. I was like, we, we're stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, can you give us a really good rate? And also, the border, uh, the border was closed, so no one else was coming in. You know, there was no tourist or anything. The border was completely closed to foreigners after that. So I figured, you know, these people are also not renting their homes, most likely. It can kind of be a win-win, even if they're renting it, you know, for cheap. Mm. And, yeah, Costa Rica's economy is, like, mostly all ecotourism. Mm-hmm. So with no one coming in, I'm sure uh, a lot of these Airbnbs, resorts, would uh, hurt a lot. Yeah, absolutely. They were really happy to see us. <laughs> all right, so... Now, what did you guys think that you guys are going to be stuck here for together, like in Costa Rica for a few weeks? How was it? What was like <laughs> the mindset? Like, all right, let's not try to piss each other off or let's really try to get to know each other. <laughs> I was like, this guy's going to fall in love with me. <laughs> I was thinking, wow, what a lucky girl she is. <laughs> like day six, he's already falling in love with me. Yeah, I cooked, I cleaned. Uh, I'm just great company. I'm funny. He was always laughing. So, you know, he had the whole package over here. But um, I think overall, he just tried to stay as positive as I could. Um, I didn't like to like think about like what's going to happen or freak out about that. So most of the times, I like when, whenever we had news, I just laughed it off. I'm like, okay, you know, what next? We've been through so much already. So like, you know, what else can the world throw at us? Um, but overall, it's been, it's been good. 
Very positive. Very positive. She could have got stuck with a, a worse, serial killer. A worse guy, I think, too. He could have stuck with a psycho. <laughs> I was lucky though. She, she's a great cook. That's why I gained probably like 50, fifteen pounds Wait, over there. So you were over there, and I mean the food there is like great. Mm-hmm. But she personally cooked for you too. I would have been breakfast, like, lunch, and dinner, and wow. snacks, <laughs> and dessert, and snacks. <laughs> Fun fact, she can actually eat um, way more. <laughs> like, she can just, she can house a lot of food. I don't know where she stores it. <laughs> He's like a at-home competitive eater. <laughs> it works remotely. <laughs> <laughs> competitive with myself. <laughs> yeah, I think she could win some, uh, some competitions <laughs> for sure. But um, we were doing, like, fun things to pass the time. Because, like, everybody, I think when you're quarantined, even if it's in another country, we're trying to figure out, all right, what are we going to do to keep things fun? And with someone that you just met and went on a, a date with, it's like, you know, you're being thrown into a relationship. How can we keep this interesting, even though you're seeing the same person 24-7 for, like, mm. three months? Was it was that kind of stressing you out, too? Like, like what am I going to do for these, like, six weeks? Or, well, you didn't know at that time how much longer it was going to be. Yeah, it was kind of just like the, just kept getting extended. So it was like, all right, another week, another two weeks, another three weeks. We had five different uh, times that we were going to be going home and the flights kept getting canceled. So it was always just like, let's make the most of it. Let's try to keep things fun and exciting. So we were cooking different things. We made it a challenge um, to like cook from different cuisines around the world, mm. which it, it actually was a challenge, especially when you think about um, different ingredients being available there. Uh, the language barrier. She didn't speak really any Spanish at all. So, you know, trying to find, she had the little Google Translate app, <laughs> which is great, actually, because it, um, it like, does the photo now. So you can, like, aim it with your camera at a label, and it will translate it. And, like, nice. Oh, yes, yes. So we were doing that for some things. Like, hmm, I think this is kind of like crushed tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was fun. And we made another list of, like, you know, trying to go out and do outdoor activities. So there were, like, some waterfalls and things that we could do at hike. Some of them were closed and we weren't supposed to go. Some of them were just public and open because um, they shut down everything. But thankfully, we were able to at least enjoy the outdoors, whereas some places you'd you know, completely be stuck inside, like, like mm-hmm. New York. Like New York. Mm-hmm. Quick question. How were you treated being tourists and during a pandemic? Um, or how did people treat you? At first, when we told them that we were you know, from New York, Mm-hmm. They were a little bit concerned. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, um, I don't know if uh, I should get close to you or not. Um, but then after we told them we'd been here for so many days, like, oh, you're like locals. Like, like nice. Ticos. Is what Ticos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, Ticos. All right, cool. Um, but no, people were really, really nice. They really um, stepped up and helped us and gave us places to stay. And, you know, super friendly people. Wow. Um, they had the motto there called Pura Vida. Mm-hmm. which is uh, similar, I think, to like Aloha in, in Hawaii, mm-hmm. where it's all about just making the most, um, you know, enjoying life, the small things. Yeah, like full of life is, I think, is the translation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they really they really take that to heart. Um, one example of that is when, for, for me being kind of an idiot, I um, drove the car practically into the ocean. <laughs> like I'll have to show you a picture of it. It's it's completely like on its side. <laughs> Connie is is not um, completely uh, without blame because she actually pointed out this cool rope swing, and I was like, oh yeah, that's really cool. Look at that. <laughs> and then apparently I drove in the direction into the I was tide, looking, like right into the lagoon. 
the car is literally like on its side and um, <clears throat> couldn't get out. It's a rental. I'm like, shit, this thing is totaled. I'm, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't really like this car. I don't want to keep this. I don't want to pay for this. <laughs> so you just like took off running? Yeah, right. Somehow we're in this small town called, um, called Montezuma, and there's maybe 500 people there. And out of nowhere, in like five minutes, there's 10 people there that are helping us to get out. And so someone came in the truck. They found rope. They started pulling us out. Um, it, it was crazy. So it was the Pure Vita lifestyle where like they didn't want anything. It was everyone chipped in, helped us get out. I tried to offer them beers, anything. They're like, no, 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 Pure Vita, Pure Vita. So it, it was crazy. But um, definitely appreciative for how well they treated us and for being there. It felt like, you know, we were a second home you know what I mean I definitely can't wait to go back you got stuck in the right country <laughs> I know right it could have been different right yeah. <laughs> now did you uh, run into any other tourists that were stuck there it's funny because there was the um, couple and uh, they had a daughter from Kansas City and they were at the first hotel and we stayed in touch the whole time they ended up running just one Airbnb and kind of just stayed and, and bunkered down in that one spot but um, we, we kind of bounced all over. They ended up being on the flight with us when we returned home. So they were there just as long as we were. And they're like, oh, we saw that article about you guys and people. Like, we caught up, and it was cool to connect at the airport. Um, and then a, a lot of people, I guess, there had seen, you know, the articles because the Costa Rica Star, their newspaper, um, had also published something. Mm-hmm. And so all these people were, like, hitting us up on Instagram. It was, mm-hmm. it was crazy. And I, I'd say, like, you know, seven or eight people at the airport came up to us and we're like oh Oh, hey like good luck you know (laughs) story like from the the lady that was you know the flight attendant to the the security guard to just passengers so um yeah it was it was cool to see other people and at first there was a you know a few tourists and they were all just like yeah this is whatever um but then the people that really got stuck there and went through it the few that we saw it was nice to have someone that you could text and just be like all right you're going through the same thing um and, and thankfully, we're able to work, you know, remotely. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, that was a big thing. I, I can't imagine being stuck there. You know, it's a tough time, and a lot of people lost their jobs. I can't imagine what it would have done with that. It would have been even worse. As it is, it's expensive to have to, you know, foot the bill, even with people helping out, just to yeah. pay double and, and live somewhere else uh, with your bills back home for three months. But we're fortunate to still be able to work and, and do all that. So, lucky. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, how... Like your your company, how did you guys like sort of say, right? One important person <laughs> in our company is stuck in another country. Like, how did you guys like uh, handle that? It was interesting, man. It was um, it was definitely a challenge. Um, I was two hours behind, so not something we couldn't work through, but something that was a little bit of a, uh, a headache at times. And just not being here was. Um, it was different. You know, you had to adapt, use different technology. I think everyone is kind of learning that and can do it remotely because no one was here actually in, in the office or the studio as well. So it wasn't that different in the sense that, you know, everyone else was working from home too. But the fact that, you know, I didn't have any ability to come back and no one knew when things would reopen if I would be here. So it was definitely a little bit stressful. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to bring up the, the work that you helped us do also. Uh, so if you're not aware with the, the Black Six project that during COVID, which is uh, one of the things we did was uh, build PPE. And one of the things we needed was a space to build it. 
And they reached out to Matt, said, Matt, I know you have like a space and you're not using it right now. Would it be possible for us to uh, start putting PPE together in one of the spaces? And he just said, what do you say? He's like, just, yeah, let us know when you're going to come by. You have the space and Jimmy will take care of everything. So Jimmy is uh, one of your- Shout out to Jimmy. Yeah, the operations guy. And he was right here getting it ready, turning off the alarm every time he came. And uh, I, we, we shot one of the videos in your studio, too. And uh, not that we have a very popular YouTube channel, but it is our largest uh, viewed video in our YouTube channel. I think it was at that's awesome 2000 something at, like after just like uh, two weeks. It was the, the largest viewed uh, video that's, we had. So, yeah, shot right in your studio where Amazing. we assembled uh, five. So. Even though you're out of the fight, you're still in the fight somehow. I love it. Yeah, so I appreciate us. Uh, I appreciate you letting us uh, continue the mission, even though you're stuck over there. Yeah, definitely. And uh, welcome back. Yeah, it's so good to be back, man. What, what about you guys? I know you probably talked about this some on previous episodes, but what's it been like there being on the front lines, Joe, and you know, just seeing firsthand, especially with New York being the epicenter for it in the world and how it became, what's that been like? Uh, I think one of the biggest things was like, we're all like, you know, all, all of us were, we've been to like two countries together. We're always like willing to help out over there, but it's like kind of different when it's your own hometown. So uh, because of that, we ended up just shutting down our cafe completely. And it was just like time to go to work, right? I think James was just like, oh, we, this is kind of a bit more important. Um, serving coffee at that time was just possibly like uh, more of a chance of people getting infected. So we were just like, let's get our hands dirty. And we've just been working as a paramedic uh, almost like 60 hours a week. Still do, I think. But wow. it, it's New York City. This is like where we're from. And it was more important uh, to do that kind of work rather than... You know, we've been doing it in other countries, so this is our only chance or first chance to like take yeah. care of New York. Yeah, that's great. It's amazing. So, what what do you guys plan to do now that you're back? How are you gonna like sort of like phase yourself back into uh, everyday life, every, your relationship? <laughs> What's the next step? <laughs> well, Con Connie, you can tell them what we just finished doing. Road tripping across the USA in an RV. In the RV? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were actually sleeping uh, the other night at a rest stop, which, because um, we were just trying to make up ground. She had like a doctor's appointment that she had on the books for a while and didn't want to miss. So it was like, all right, we have to get back to New York by this time. And we faced a couple of uh, delays. So we're literally sleeping in the back of this pop up uh, rest <laughs> stop in. Where was it? Virginia. Right on the border of Virginia, North Carolina. Yeah, and I was like, okay, this this works. Um, <laughs> slept for like, I would have liked to sleep like maybe, I don't know, four or five hours. We're on a tight schedule. This was, <laughs> this, this was like, uh, you know, the, Guatemala. City this is the thing. Yeah. sleep much. <laughs> From uh, San Pablo back to Guatemala City, kind of a <laughs> thing. Yeah, Minus like, the thunderstorm? Minus that, and except I had to drive instead of... So you're driving. So it worse. Wait, how did you guys get... An RV. Yeah, so we, we got back, and, you know, it's funny. My, my parents were actually uh, planning to build a cabin this summer, and so they're looking for, for land and doing all this, and my mom and, and my stepdad, they're retiring. So they're planning to sell their house, build build that, whatever, 
And we wanted to, you know, do that together now in COVID. So we're actually going to be heading up to Maine. And I talked to them. I was like, oh, you know, you guys are going to need a place to stay when you sell the house, whatever. And so I convinced my parents, like, oh, let's get a camper. It'll be a family camper. Mm -hmm. It'll be great. I need a place to stay right away. We're trying to stay. (laughs) On the the way there. Yeah. Yeah. So it all kind of, like, worked out really quickly. And uh, shout out to my parents. They're excited to to meet Connie and for, you know, (laughs) me to come home and, and see everybody. But. We're gonna head up to Maine this weekend, and um, Connie's lease ends this month, so she just moved all of her stuff into my place this morning. So or like, you oh. could move it into the camper and leave it <laughs> in the parking lot right there. Add too much stuff. <laughs> yeah, Put a roof rack. Put it on the roof rack. Shit, too many, too many clothes. <laughs> wow! So lots happening. I know. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's happening quick. Someone's moving in. <laughs> moving in, meeting the parents. Wow. Oof. And then I'm going to meet her parents and the dad that doesn't really know <laughs> much about me, that's truthful anyway, uh, out in Seattle next month because her best friend is getting married. And mm-hmm. her best friend actually invited me to the wedding before Connie invited me. So. Yeah, he got a personal invite. Uh, yeah. So the story is you met in Maine, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can say that to my dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you went on a trip to Maine. We've known each other for... Uh, yeah, I told him we've known each other for like six months. He's not a stranger, you know, whatever to make his heart, you know, not stop. <laughs> Is it that typical parents thing? Like, you're going to kill me with all this stress? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should, yeah. Should be interesting. He's, he's pretty um, traditional and yeah, conservative. Yeah, really conservative. Yeah, so should be a perfect match. Yeah, that's that's what Matt is. <laughs> Super traditional and conservative. Conservative. Yep. Exactly. All, all the rules. And, uh, <laughs> no, no tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you gotta wrap that up real quick. <laughs> yeah. Got my new Pura Vida tattoo here with uh, this is uh, Spike. Spike was the uh, iguana that lived at the first place um, that we were at quarantining when we basically moved in together for the first few weeks. So. She was best friends with this guy. He was actually my arch nemesis. He, <laughs> he would sneak into the house and take a shit and just walk out like he owned the place. So <laughs> it's ironic that I ended up getting him tatted, but um, I don't know. I thought the macaw looked a little bit not a, not so cool on my arm. <laughs> it is if you decide to be like a, a pirate. <laughs> right after this <laughs> Maybe that'll be the next one yeah. And ha- how's your Spanish by the way If you don't know Matt Matt's been is pretty good at Spanish And then on our trips it, He's the one we sometimes turn to To speak Spanish Although he ordered like uh, Abundance of tacos one day <laughs> Yeah there was, there was a counting uh, Accident with the tacos <laughs> <laughs> what, what was it again how many, did, how many did we want We wanted like three we wanted, like uh, no, we want 11 single tacos, mm-hmm. but we got 11 meals of tacos, oh which equaled 33 <laughs> tacos. And I think that they were still going, right? Like, you stopped them. Yeah, they I was like, like going to keep going. And then, <laughs> then I was like, wait a second. Did, he, did you guys think he said 11 tacos or 11 meals? They're like, oh, 11 meals. We're like, oh, great. So we ended up. I could have uh, finished them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would have been just enough for Connie. <laughs> Those were delicious tacos, by the way. Yeah, I think we've got to bring Connie in, in case we, you know, like, it's going to be kind of bad. We go to, like, these countries and, like, try to feed people, but then we leave, like, 10 tacos uneaten. 
So we need like a Connie on our team to make sure. Right. No food will be wasted. Exactly. Yeah, we don't want to have PR issues. <laughs> yeah, look at these guys. They didn't even like squeeze their limes. <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely been uh, it's been interesting. Culture shock kind of coming back and settling into things. And, you know, we stayed at, at her place last night, packed up everything. But it's like we've been living together for three months now. It, it kind of... I think it would feel more weird to not be staying together. When you we can't got get enough of me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how you're going to get them. You got This is like a <laughs> COVID Cupid. COVID Cupid. Yeah, there you I, like right? I like that. They like a uh, tinge cu- uh, Cupid's arrow with instead of like poisonous frog stuff. I, I think like the shotgun would be somewhere in the future. <laughs> but, <laughs> <Probably> uh, <laughs> like a shotgun wedding? Ha ha ha. Don't give don't give her any ideas. Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> Nothing will surprise me at this point after what you guys been through. <laughs> you guys sound like a seventies marriage already because you did that whole RV trip, went to a whole other thing. Like Griswolds. Yeah. Guess my will. <laughs> the only thing different is no one's name got changed to like Sunflower. <laughs> that can be his name. No, his name is Peacock. Little Peacock. <laughs> So we're we're reading the uh, what is it the astrology signs we had this I don't know what to describe her <laughs> we we thought we were getting like a nice reading of whatever to see uh, at the end of our first Airbnb how compatible we would be we're like oh that's a good thing they had this in the little brochure and she had been there a while <laughs> lost a few. Um, <laughs> Marbles. Marbles. <laughs> Along the way. Cabin fever. Yeah. <laughs> but, so anyway, maybe that was in her reading or what you had read about the signs, but apparently a Libra, in her description of it, has a peacock sense of style. So she thought that was real funny and calls me a peacock all the way. <laughs> he has a very unique sense of style. And Connie, what was yours? Oh. She doesn't want to admit I didn't have an animal associated with me. It's a New York City pigeon. She's an animal. <laughs> she's an animal all in herself. Yeah. She doesn't That's have another right. one. Yeah, biologists <laughs> have yet to discover it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for uh, making it back. You made it back yesterday. And uh, we're looking forward to doing more work with you guys. And also thank you for having us uh, record this podcast in your awesome studio here. So, um, yeah, let's see what else we could do. And we're glad to have you guys back here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Super excited to be here and see what else Black Six Project is up to. Uh, There's definitely no shortage of need around the world. So you guys are doing great things and excited to be part of it. Cool. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Coffee. Cheers. 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 Black Six. Black Six.